Our next guest this morning is Annabelle Nation, Group 1 winning trainer Annabelle Nation. Good morning, Annabelle. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very good. I saw a tweet put out by you guys late yesterday about sunshine in Paris. She's done her job, hasn't she? She went from that, what, maiden there um, right through the preparation to win a Group 1 and she's going to be enjoying a beautiful paddock. Yeah, exactly. It's been a remarkable prep. She's been up since November. Um, not often do you take them to Canberra and expect to sort of finish with winning a, a Group 1, but um, she's a filly we always had a lot of time for. Um, but it was yeah, just very special to be able to beat a really good field of, of fillies. And, you know, she's always going to be a Group 1 winner now, so she can go to the paddock and have a nice break. And, you know, it's a long way off, but I do think a race like the, the Golden Eagles certainly something to keep her in training for as a four-year-old. She's only small. She's not a big filly, is she? Uh, but she's obviously got a big engine. Do you think that uh, this time off might she might do a little bit of growing or do you think that she'll just you know remain the same and uh, continue to be a happy horse and hopefully you can be winning a lot of money at Rose Hill? Yeah, she's not a big filly. I remember looking at her in the yard on Saturday or last Saturday and thinking you could probably fit two of her inside in secret. Um, but she's actually... Quite length, you know, she's got quite a good length to her, and she's got a massive hind quarter, um, huge engine behind. So, what she lacks probably in height, she certainly makes up for elsewhere in other qualities. And you know, we've seen so many good fillies and mares over the year that that aren't necessarily big. Um, but you know, I'd, I'd you'd still expect that she'll grow a bit um, and, and strengthen a bit. But um, yeah, she's done a great job and look forward to giving her a nice long break mm. now and getting her back as a four-year-old. She might be just like her old man because her old man wasn't a big horse invader. He wasn't uh, this big giant. So uh, I guess it, it doesn't really matter because she she's a group one winner. <laughs> um, her plan and preparation, I know there's a long way away, but obviously her ultimate goal will be a golden eagle. But have you got a sort of a starting point in mind or have you got a, a, a dream of, of the, the program she might have? Oh, I haven't. Um, sort of thought that far ahead really we'll probably try and work backwards from um, a race like the Golden Eagle we'll see how she spells but um, obviously once they get out of their three year old age group they're up against older horses and you know her rating's gone up now so she's probably um, sort of filly you hope just takes that next level to that weight for age um, range um, so there's possibly races like the Wink Stakes I suppose but she'd have to go up another level but I don't see why she wouldn't um, that was a really good field that she beat on Saturday. But um, there's a lot of good um, four-year-old mares around. Um, you know, Chris Waller's probably the best at doing it. He really has really trained on from three to four. He's seeing with Hinged and likes with Fangirl. So hopefully she can end up in their sort of mould and be regular features in the wait for age ranks as a four-year-old onwards. We're chatting with Annabelle Nation this morning. Annabelle, how did uh, learning to fly pull up after the uh, performance on Saturday? And uh, look, a lot of the, the good judges were saying it was a tough run. Um, it was a, a, a good win from her. Are you surprised she's not slipper favourite still? Oh, it's tricky because I, I, obviously there's a lot of analysts who week in, week out, you know, pick the races apart with the times, etc. But They've chopped and changed every week, and she's been the only one there that's been winning every time. Um, yes, they were two lengths slower than the Colts, but it's, it, you're comparing two different races. Um, it was a field of four. Uh, probably wasn't, probably not her ideal. We're still learning about her, but I don't think leading is necessarily her ideal position. She hit the front very early at the top of the straight in the Widden and looked like she was going to be beaten, but fought back to Steel City that day and um, you know, then in the millennium, we went back from a wide draw and she she 
chased them all down really impressively. And then, you know, a different scenario was a small field and probably just slightly out of their comfort zone, those first couple of furlongs, which I think would have told late um, and maybe why the time wasn't so good. But um, I just, what I love is, you know, you can't teach them necessarily that um, winning, you know, that fight to win. Mm. And she naturally got that. Um, Chad said he always felt he had the other filly held there. Um, she always had her the other filly. Um, you know, it wasn't a big margin, but the, the important thing is she's, she's a, you know, a winner and only knows how to win at this stage. So I wouldn't be swapping her for anything else. It looks to certainly have a lot of respect, particularly for the Colts uh, that ran 1-2 in the Todman. Um, and obviously they did run better time, but yeah, different race. And the, the slipper is going to be a different race altogether. It's certainly not going to be a four-horse tactical affair. It's going to be a, they're normally fast-ran races, and hopefully we can just ride her how we want. Um, but I'm just really happy with her. Uh, the Riesling's produced so many good horses over the years, and I think 14 of the last 20 slippers I read were won by horses out of the weekend just gone. So traditionally it's a good lead-up. Um, it's going to be no walk in the park, but she's come through it really well. Uh, Chad knows her very well and has so much faith in her. Um, so we're just yeah really excited about it. Do you think you've got to the bottom of her yet? I don't think I don't think so. I mean, she that was a tough run on Saturday, but she's bounced through it um, with no ill effects at all. She's pretty bright out on the track. Um, she's an interesting filly. First prep with her, we put her away after the gym crack trials because she was just quite buzzy. Um, and she came back really relaxed, and she's been very relaxed all prep. But just the last couple of weeks, she's started just to get a bit more sass about her in a good way. Um, but she certainly doesn't look like a tired horse. Um, so, look, I, I, I think there should be a bit of improvement to come. She'd had a mm. week in the past after the millennium. Um, and we, you know, purposely picked out the Riesling to give her the three weeks and then hopefully peak again. Um, in two weeks' time. So she's had the ideal prep, in my mind. Um, a lot can happen between now and then, but at this stage, we're really happy with her. And, um, yeah, it's just feel very fortunate to have a filly as good as her with a live chance going into a race like that. Very much so. We're chatting with Annabelle Nation this morning. Annabelle, uh, just while we're on the two-year-olds, uh, Empress of Wonder, who came out of the Sweet Embrace, uh, when, will we, uh, when will we see her next? And uh, will is she just ticking over beautifully at home? Yeah, I keep looking for a reason to put her in the paddock, but she keeps giving me reason not to. She's absolutely bouncing out of her skin. Her track rider said she feels as good as ever. Um, it was a pretty luckless run the other day. She drew wide and um, covered a lot more ground than anything else. She was really wide around the bend, and I thought she was pretty courageous to stick on as she did. I think if she drew a gate that day um, and didn't have to sort of work so hard I think you would have probably seen her finish at least a couple of lengths closer and she would have been right in the finish then so um, we'll see we'll have a look at the magic night for her on Saturday okay. she's in the noms for the for the black opal as well but we're just keen to try she stakes place on a couple of occasions now it would just be great to try and get a stakes win with her all right so that's uh, Empress of Wonder so possibly you, you'll just sort of look at at what accepts in magic night but you might end up in Canberra maybe maybe Possibly, yeah. Be, I wouldn't want to run her from a bad gate again. Um, yeah. It was a tough run the other day, and uh, she was about six wide, I think, coming around the bend. Um, so I'd like to just find the race with the right makeup. It looks a strong, strong enough noms on Saturday, but I have, I, I, I think she's a really good filly, and I'm convinced we haven't yet seen the best of her.
What about Libertad, uh, the Russian Revolution cult, who I see you had nommed uh, for the Pago Pago. Uh, will we see him accept on Saturday? No, he's actually in today. Um, we were um denied whether to, to throw him in the deep end at the weekend or whether to run him midweek today. But we're going to run him today, and um, we'll see what he does. If he if he can impress us on debut, then we can look to step him up to, to stakes grade through the carnival. Is that is that a tip in itself, that you were keen to throw him in the deep end? So he's obviously showing you something at home, but you've elected to go, go midweek? Well, I think um, it was fair for everyone to see. His first trial was that day that Red Resistance trialled up. I think he ran something like 32 the last 600 at Warwick Farm and, and we were having our first trial that day and he he, um, he was obviously no match for Red Resistance in that trial but he was ran second to him and actually looked quite soft on the line and ran home in good time there. I think the time of his trial um, then at Rose Hill was it was ran in slow time. He won the trial but um, he wasn't asked to do a lot that day. He did it very comfortably. So a bit of an unknown with all these two-year-olds when, they, when they're making their debut. Um, but I think what we've seen off him in the trials and, and the feeling he gives us at home, I think he's a nice horse. He's still a bit green, um, still you know, got a bit to learn, um, but I think today's a really good starting point. All right, Annabelle, just uh, while I've got you as well, looking ahead to Saturday in the sky-high stakes, will we see Gear Up? Yeah, Gear Up, he's, he's accepted for Saturday. Um, only slight concern would be if it was going to be a really firm track and the weather's been very hot this week. Um, if it got into sort of a good free range, I'd, although he's got form on good ground in Ireland, he's he's got good ground on heavy tracks as well. I just probably an import having his first start, I'd just be a bit conscious of of that. So um, look, I'm hoping um, to run him this Saturday. He's he's going to have to kick off somewhere. Ten furlongs, you know, he's he'll run competitively. Um, I think, but I think we'll still see the best of him once we stretch him out beyond that. But he's a he's a nice horse with a good profile. Uh, while I've also got you, you got some nice horses. Uh, My Oberon, um, a boy of the Argent, and Sabak. Uh, did you accept in all three with the Ajax? Uh, except we with two of them, Sabak, um, who I think is going very well. Um, we're hoping to get him to a Doncaster. I think up to fifteen hundred will be ideal for him. He, um, hit the line really well first up in the Liverpool City Cup um, so looking forward to seeing him up in trip a bit um, Boadar Johnson, a nice import um, he ran third in the Rose Hill Gold Cup which is the only time we've seen him that was for Marco Botti um, and then he's come to us and he's trialling up well I think it gives me the feeling he's going to be better over 2000 um, but it'll be a nice starting point for him and my Oberon, we didn't pay up with him. He's going to head to the All-Star Mile next weekend instead. Okay, so All-Star Mile for my Oberon. Where do we find Mwanga next? Mwanga um, most likely heads to the Ranvet. Um, I think stepping him up to 2,000 is probably going to be ideal. Um, you know, there is the option of the rider on the same day. Um, there is the option of the Australian Cup the week later. But at this stage, probably leaning towards the Ranvet, but we'll make that firm decision in the next couple of days. Okay. And how is uh, how's Zaki going? Zaki's great. Uh, I went to see him yesterday, yeah. sort of way through his little freshen up. Um, so he'll come back into work on Monday. We'll give him a couple of weeks at the beach just to keep him feeling fresh. And then uh, my plan at this stage, provided we're happy with him, will be to trial him. Um, beginning of April, and if he shows that normal old death that he's that he had even at the start of this prep child behind Nature Strip, um, if he shows that zest again, um, and it was just a freshen up that he needed, 
um, and probably set our sights on, on the all-aged. Um, it's two from two at Ramwick over 1,400. Goes well fresh. Um, it's probably then a nice lead-up into the Hollandale and the Doombin Cup again. So yeah. disappointing because I'd love to have... You know, the Queen Elizabeth was the race that I was desperate to have a, another crack at with him, but um, he just he just wasn't quite himself. So that's why we're just giving him this little freshen up. So, so it wasn't physical, it was more mental, it's by the sounds of it. Uh, not physical at all. He's, we've, we've gone over him with a fine tooth comb. Um, we're not really sure. Um, look, at it, it, could be, it could be that he's getting a bit older now, but um, he trialled so well first trial, and then um, he did have his, his um, jabs. We possibly thought of taking him over to Hong Kong at the end of April, so he had his um, inoculations done to give us that option, which he's had done before, but um, they can knock them a bit, so we're, we're, we're wondering whether that might be it, but I'll, I'll probably never know. Um, mm. All I, you know, we've just got to put him first. He wasn't quite himself um, with nothing obvious. Really, the only thing to do was to give him a freshen up and, and try again, so I'm pretty confident that that's all he needs. Um, he looks great. Having seen him yesterday, I was really happy. He's glowing in the coat um, and seems quite perky, so um, fingers crossed we can get him back because he's, you know, he's obviously the star of our stable. It'll come to an end at some stage with him, but um, I don't think we're quite ready for that just yet. He might just want to get back to Queensland and dominate like he has in the past up there before. Get back to the Goldie. Um, before I let you go, Kenzo today. Uh, we spoke about uh, Libertad. You've got. Uh, uh, greatest of ease, Chartwell, never second. So races two, three, four, and six. What's your best chance for winner, Annabelle? Oh, tricky one to to really pick. I, I do like, as I mentioned, I do like Libertad. Um, he's just can be a little bit green. Um, probably a horse I'm looking forward to to um, today is Chartwell. He ran home in quick sectionals first time out. Um, still learning his craft. Was a bit green off the bridle. Um, but I think if he's taken natural improvement, um, from there, he should be a really good chance today. Great stuff. Thanks so much, Annabelle. Uh, lots to get through. You've got a lot of horses. We appreciate your time, and good luck today with these horses on the Kenzo. Thank you very much.